0: This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your
1: host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade, where each week we discuss the construction landscape. Here in Central Ohio, I'm Bryce Jacob from J.S. Brown & Company. I'm here with Greg Hansberry for your edutaining value. Hey, Bryce. <laughs> Usually you're a man of more words than that. I guess we'll catch up with you another time. Are you feeling a little under the weather, my friend? Yeah. Okay. All right. So am I. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll just carry us from here on out. We've got great guests this week. They're good friends of mine as well, right in the area of Grandview. Uh, Stumbled on these folks actually just out of curiosity. Saw this wonderful building and uh, there was a door that said open for business. And so I thought, well, I like a door that says open. So I walked in and these are our friends with Edgework Creative and I've got Alex and Lindsay Remley. They're the founders. Hey guys. Hey, how hey are you? it's great to have you here. Now, do you? Rem- I was you just going to say, I remember how- so
2: yeah. vividly. I was like, mm-hmm. "How did these people find us? They're really yeah. nice. I like hanging out with them." Yeah. Um, and we we stood upstairs in the mezzanine level.
3: That's right.
2: And chatted about our plans and our business and we were just getting settled. I think we weren't we getting ready for our grand opening maybe or something like that. Yeah, you had another
1: name at the time. Yeah, You had your other business name. Not to be mentioned, right? Because we don't want other people to remember. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Well, we
2: used to be rework furnishings and now we're Edgework Creative. But yeah, that was, gosh, a little over two years ago now. It was seems like longer but
1: well, yeah I was at your neighbors over at Fortner yeah and uh I I saw the staircase in the door and said I want to go see what that is that's a really cool building and I walked in saw what you guys were doing and it just it it is right in my blood you know what you guys do so it was really fascinating I admire what you do on a day-to-day basis and I can't wait for our listeners to get a, a better flavor of what exactly that is but the location is fabulous where you are, but the gift and what the two of you have is really spectacular. So why don't you tell people what you guys do, and I I have a lot of questions to pepper you with about (laughs) how you can handle working together as husband and wife, Ah, because I got to explore that one. (laughs) It's Not, not too bad.
2: Yeah, no. So we started about, well, it'll be six years ago by building our own dining table, and we, now we make custom furniture for both residential properties and commercial projects, mm-hmm. and uh, we like we work we like working with uh, woodwork and we do metalwork all in house. And it's been quite a ride.
0: It has. <laughs> We've grown in the what six? I mean, she said six years. You know, it's really been like full bore for four,
2: three, yeah, three
0: and a half, four, three
2: and a half years, yeah
0: and we've had a team for three through just yeah a little over three years three and a half
1: what's the size of your team now
2: 11 11 and then us but the team
0: started as i mean not including us it started as two
2: yeah plus us
1: yeah that's amazing three years ago all from starting building your own dining room table i know right who knew so (laughs) did you know before you started building a dining room table that this might turn into something more
0: no. No. Okay. Yeah. Really? No.
1: <laughs> so then the dining room table was finished, and what then was it? Just the feedback you got from people, and you went, "Gosh, maybe we should be yeah. doing." Yeah, That's exactly
0: what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it,
2: starting Clintonville, really. Yeah.
0: Well. Yeah. Because we we renovated our first home pretty much entirely our on our own, and kind of figured it out as we went, and did some things, and you know, hired a few things out, but um, kind of got inspired to start building things and when she asked me to build this dining room table for her and some friends and family i guess saw it like you guys should should do this
2: yeah Mm because he's just i always say he's got like an engineer's mind he always wants to figure out how something's put together i mean we sit down at a table he's like figuring out how it's built he's like Mm -hmm. touching the underside of the table and look Looking not, not underneath just putting things. his gum there he's sort of yeah. usually embarrassing me in public yeah. by like trying to navigate the way something is like, built like i'm over here Quit yeah.
1: groping the table
2: <laughs> built or installed in some space yes. and so i was having a hard time finding a dining table that i wanted for our home and i have pretty specific design ideas or things that i like you and refer to them hard. as
1: demands <laughs> Yes, and so I wasn't figuring out
2: what I wanted and I like proposed to him that perhaps he could build me the table that I wanted and
0: and we had uh, kind of backtracked for a minute we had been given a pile of barn wood uh, probably a year year and a half prior to this and it was right at the beginning of when barn wood using reclaimed wood was kind of becoming popular Mm -hmm. and then you know a year and a half later when we landed in our current home new home at the time and you know, she found this this yeah. dining table and the wood had moved from like three driveways <laughs> um prior to that mm-hmm. and uh yeah built, yeah built it and and they just kind of
2: I started off an there. Instagram account that's what happened that was like
1: when you started getting orders
2: the foundation of our yeah. business plan starting an Instagram (laughs) account.
1: Well, I think your story is inspirational to a lot of folks because you, the dream everyone has is starting their own thing based on a passion that they have. And you've done that basically out of a table and you're very successful now. And so not that you have to share the formula for success, but you know, how did you, you also have to have some of that in your blood to, to, to go out and say, let's do this. Let's make it. There's a lot of risk.
2: They call it starving artists for a reason because you're like a creative and you
1: mm-hmm.
2: can create beautiful things, but if you can't figure out how to sell it. <laughs> right, right. How do you make a living? Or and build now you're a business? figuring it out. Yeah. So that's what. But I think that goes, to, like, to touch on being husband and wife. I think that we both have very different strengths, and so being business partners that have different strengths has mm-hmm. been very beneficial for us because, you know, what I'm good at, what he's good at, are totally different and. Helps us build a, our business faster. Are you more of the
1: operations, and you're more of the hands-on visionary? By the way opposite around, opposite, oh yeah. really? Okay, okay. yeah. But so. you can build too. Yeah, me? Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Well, because I started out originally doing all the building, and I don't really do much building anymore. Um, and Lindsay is is the visionary for sure.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's great.
2: Yeah. So I've I've figured out how to market us and what you know leading a lot of the like next steps in the business or trying something and then...
0: Pushing me outside of my comfort zone. Yeah, time.
2: and then trying to figure out a way to make him say yes to all my crazy ideas. <laughs> 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 so, and then he figures out how to do it.
0: Yeah, because I never really, even even after, you know, we had started and we're working out of our garage for know a year and a half or so, I never really had the desire to make it anything more than just like a side hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, And then got to a point where we're like, all right, if we're going to do this, like, we can't do it out of the garage. And I was still very skeptical. (laughs) And some friends of ours presented an opportunity to us to possibly share a shop space with them. They, something completely different that they do, but having a shared space. And I was still like, no, 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 we're not going to do, we can't, like, we can't afford $600 a month in rent or whatever ridiculously yeah, I small number it, it was. was very small it
2: sounds great now but um, <laughs> i know
0: i
1: was like where is it i'll take it yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh so i humored her to go look at it and when i when we got in there i was just like you know all the the light bulbs just started going off like man this could be really cool
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> think of all the things we could do if we mm-hmm. had the space
0: and we you know so we kind of quickly rushed uh an offer which ended up falling apart, which was fine. Um, but it, it really got my wheel spinning about, all right, we're gonna do this and yeah. how do we do it? And yeah. Where do we do it?
2: And he was he was fortunate too because he had a full time job at the time, so we weren't like starting trying to pay ourselves and, you know Support ourselves. Support our life it. and yeah. our family. But so you um, transitioned into yeah, it. Yeah. So he, he sort of slowly transitioned out of his full time job. Into yeah, I was artwork, very fortunate
0: so. to have a very flexible employer that allowed me to do that. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah. do you mind sharing what you did prior?
0: Uh, I sold wine for <laughs> oh, about ten years. <laughs> yeah, for,
1: <laughs> from one luxury to the next. Yeah, huh? that's right. oh. yep.
0: I sold wine for a local wholesaler, Um and yeah, enjoyed that a lot. And, and uh, that's where I learned. I think the bulk of my sales is where I was trained in sales, obviously, and still had that up for for us now.
2: Yeah. I miss the free wine, but
1: yeah. Well, <laughs>
2: I don't miss two jobs. Right? Yeah, now you
1: have free furniture, maybe. I know. Yeah, yeah.
2: I guess I can afford to buy I a know. bottle. That's right, you can go
1: get a bottle of wine. Bottle now. of
2: wine is a little less expensive than a dining table. Isn't uh, yeah, that?
1: <laughs> it would be. I would think so. So, what were uh, any pivotal moments yeah. for your business? So,
2: yeah,
0: I mean, so you know, we when that that original shop space like fell through, it. It, like Spent. I said, it got, well, it got my wheel spinning. I think both of us like trying to realize, all right, what's the next step? And like, all right, well, we need like, we need some capital, you know? Because I mean, at the like I said, at that point, it was just a side hustle and hadn't really been saving any money or putting anything away. And so we decided to do a Kickstarter to to raise some, some funds. And um, that funding, that Kickstarter was definitely a very pivotal point in our business.
2: It was also like a time where we, Had to sort of like reflect and talk about and be like, so what are, what is the goal of this? Like, where are we going? What are we doing? Mm -hmm. And so that kick, funding that Kickstarter allowed us to get our first actual shop space out of the garage. It allowed us to make our first hire an employee, which was terrifying. Yeah. And. um,
1: Now you're an employer.
2: Right. Uh, And so that was, well, that was sort of like what, I mean, for lack of a better word, kickstarted the like whole idea and the ability to actually try and make it Mm -hmm. something other than a side hustle on the garage. Um, so that was really great. And then I think our first sort of A and D or architecture and design contact and relationship that we built, uh, has transformed a huge portion of our business. Um, and, uh, it was sort of, Accidental as well. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like so many of the really great things in our business have been, you know, call it what you want, Mm -hmm. serendipity, the universe presenting you, you know, some bigger entity, but we've had a couple of things that just sort of happened and changed the sort of course. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, getting a good relationship with an architect who then started Feeding us a lot of really big projects, which then changed our portfolio and right. the connections that we have in the construction industry and the way we think about our business, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. When we first started, we were selling coasters and cutting boards right. and picture, frame. picture frames and, uh, you know, also doing custom furniture. But we sort of had this like mix of large goods and smaller goods. And it was sort of that. Opportunity and ability to think about our business as maybe something bigger yeah. than that. And so that was um, well, very, very pivotal.
1: Yeah, you have an excellent video uh, that you've just yeah. produced. Yes. How can people see that?
2: Uh, on our website, yeah. Um I love that video. I've seen it a shameful amount of times. Yeah. And I still get like teary eyed and goosebumps yeah. and I just love it. So it's amazing. It, uh, it feels very authentic. It reminds me when I watch it of like how far we've come and what we're doing and why it's important. And
1: yeah. yeah. it's a spectacular video. Showcases way it, way our it crew, who we yep. love, mm-hmm. and you know, all those things. Yeah, so co. You'll yes. get there much quicker because you don't have to put the M. M, right, yeah. one Correctly less there letter, so it's way so, yeah. <laughs> simpler. Very wise, yes. so you're the brains behind this, <laughs> <Yes>. aren't you? <laughs> yes, that's very good. So let's talk about some of the furniture and the evolution of that from dining room table. You said coasters, picture frames. There were planters, and there were yes. you know other things. Do you still do those things, or are you kind of move that? We don't. That? I mean, yeah. we do custom frames for, for
2: people, but usually yeah. like big, large installations or something got like that. Barn doors and all yeah, kinds I mean, of things. Barn yeah. doors and mirrors and full restaurants of tables. Um, but yeah, so we we started with the small goods, which was coasters, succulent containers, mm-hmm. picture frames, small mirrors, that sort of thing, and we were. We would be like at the North Market doing a market on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, handing out business cards. And as people were buying a set of coasters, we'd be talking to them or showing them our portfolio of like custom work we've done and handing out our business cards, which then ultimately resulted in people circling back with us a couple months later. Furniture is most certainly not an impulse purchase. So no one runs into you and is like, oh, you sell dining tables. And I've been looking for a dining table. So like that just... (laughs) I wish it happened like that, but no. <laughs> we're not like a pack of gum at the grocery store, checkout kind of purchase. So um, it was just like a lot of planting the seeds and things like that. And then eventually once we were in our our first shop, we were able to start taking on larger orders and bigger orders and sort of focusing more of our efforts in that direction. And, you know, the I think that where you put your energy is what you get back. And so as we started putting more energy into showcasing mm-hmm. that kind of work, Um, That's what started coming. And then as we got our first commercial job, showcasing that and then sort of learning and understanding how to navigate those relationships with architects and designers and business owners and contractors and subcontractors and all that, um, we've really been able to sort of fine tune our ability to like navigate that world. Mm -hmm. And now that's become such a huge part. Yeah, learned a ton, done a lot of cool and interesting projects, and now our portfolio is about half and half, half residential mm. custom furniture and half yeah, commercial. commercial projects and interiors. So it's, you know, a lot, a lot has happened in, you know, three and a half years of actually trying to make it a business. So
1: I think so much of it is also attitude, you know, that, that the wind carries you, mm-hmm. you know, you guys right from the beginning when we met you were very gracious to us when we needed help just with a display piece, you know, at our home shows that we do. and there was no question asked when we said, hey, it would be nice to show one of your tables. You're like, cool, take this one. And you helped load it in the car, and you've done that many times for us, and it's a great way for us to share your name with folks. And, you know, hopefully it's turned into opportunities Mm -hmm. for you because we're trying to help you the best way we can. I'd love for more of our clients to use your product and come over to the warehouse and, and, and see you guys in action because I tell you, there's nothing like, going over and seeing something being made that makes it feel more real. Yeah. You know, versus going to a show floor and going, oh, yeah. okay, well, that's a piece of furniture, well, but seeing it get made is really...
2: When bad. you were talking about the first time you came in, I feel like when people visit our shop, and, yeah. uh, it's it's never a disappointment. People always walk in and I always say it smells like nostalgia. So people walk in and they're like, oh, my grandfather had this old barn on the back of his property or my mm-hmm. dad used to tinker in his garage and it smells yeah. like that. And I think that there's a lot of added value to being able to see the men and women that work in our shop actually building the furniture with their own two hands and being able to, like, see the wood in a pile before a project starts and then, you know, experience it and swing back through and see the process and progress. And
1: Well, and just to help people envision this, your shop is this enormous building with a glass <laughs> You know, it's all these big glass windows. Yep. Yeah. It's an enormous steel structure Yep. that's so old school. You just don't see it anymore. Sits, I yeah. think that's the nostalgic side of it. The first time I walked in it and I, I said to you, uh, you know, are you guys moving out soon? <laughs> I would love this building. i mean, like, gosh, I would love yeah. that building. And it's, it's just funny fantastic. Cause it's
2: plopped right in the middle of Grandview Yard and people all the time are like, I don't know how I've never noticed this. Yeah. This is a massive building sitting right on a main road and I've never right noticed. Right next to it the before. old train
1: station that's yep. now Fortner. Yeah. I mean there's some really neat old buildings. Really I'm so cool. glad they've survived. Yeah. Because most of those buildings have, have been laid to rest yep. for development. Yep. And we see it all over the place. I'm so glad that structure is is still there. Mm-hmm. So, that that
2: building has really good energy too because I remember the f- we looked at when we were looking at getting a bigger shop, we looked at so many places. And we walked in and it was just sort of, it was almost like eerily calm. You're like, do you yeah. feel that? This is amazing. And then I remember we had, we'd put an offer in and we were sort of like in lease negotiations. And I brought one of my best friends who's an interior designer and in. I was like, come see the space. Tell me if you think I'm crazy. And she walked in and started like crying and she was like, this is the best. The coolest space. So good. Space, yeah. I'm like, okay, you felt that too. It's yeah. like palpable. Yeah. So um, yeah, it has awesome. good energy and people in it
1: that's how i felt too i teared up first time i went in <laughs> so.
2: we handed him some tissues all
1: right I, and speaking of that it's probably time for a, a very special part of our week it's my favorite time of the week it's the tip of the week
0: it's time for the tip of the week
1: buying furniture can be an overwhelming process we all want to be a little different without getting too carried away but what does that really look like? Sometimes it takes just one special piece of furniture to make a room. So don't rush to fill your home too quickly with furniture that all matches. Look for that unique handmade piece that speaks to you. And you'll have something else to talk about when entertaining guests. And that's your tip of the week. Now back to Alex and Lindsay. Guys, what a tip is that, huh? Yes.
2: Oh my gosh. I, I talk about that all the time with friends. Uh, about just like taking your time, finding things that feel special or speak to you or digging for a vintage piece or the right kind of piece and taking your time to furnish your space for two reasons. I think one, most people can't afford to just like furnish a whole home in one fell swoop. And two, I think it just...
1: Their credit card would say otherwise. But
2: but I also just think that taking your time allows you to make your house more personal and people feel like at ease and understand like a little bit about your personality in your home and not feeling so cookie cutter just because you went and picked Something out of a catalog, yeah. a whole bunch of stuff out of a catalog to fill a space. So,
0: yeah, we realize that a lot with our residential customers. Like, it's 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 a very long process for with most people to to go through the initial contact and the information gathering, and whether there's design work on our side or or their side or whatever. Like, it it just takes time because it's, it's a very big decision, and it's not. And like you said, it's not a, it's not a cheap purchase most of the time. Usually, right. you know, our Our price points are you know, in the several thousand dollar range usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you have to, you know, you have to respect that, that people are making a big big purchase and a big decision with something that we hope will be with them for the rest of their lives and maybe hand down through, you know, to other generations.
1: Well, I think that's also special about what you make is you're making something that should live on. You know, it's not just a... Let's get a console table made quickly so we can throw it out there. I mean, there are enough furniture manufacturers that do that. And that's what helps our landfills, you know, create ski slopes. (laughs) So your your product is something that there is a story behind it. And there's a handmade nature to it, which is really exciting. And I think people today are maybe looking for more of that. We don't want to walk into a house and go, oh, I have that same couch or I have that same table or whatever it might be those little unique pieces, that yeah. live edge stuff that we see so much of these days. You know, you can see a lot of live edge, but you can't ever see the same live edge. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's what's so special. It's one of the things I liked about granite when granite was coming out. I was like, every piece is different. You know, yeah. there's a different vein through this, especially the more active. And That's the same thing that we look at now with the furniture and the things that you're, you're making. And that's been really exciting to be over at your shop and see some of the things and I get excited about that stuff, too, because I was over there one day with one of your guys and I was looking at the little metal uh, stamp outs that you get when you hole punch. Mm -hmm. And I was like, there's a ton of things you can do with those (laughs) little hole punches. It would be really cool. And we were brainstorming out and then I had to go do my real job. And so I was all bummed because there are so many neat things that you can you can do just creatively. I think that's when that juice comes to life and people see it and they appreciate it. And you can also feel good about what you put in someone's home,
2: yeah, and to your point there's there's lots of furniture out there, and i I often talk about the way fast fashion got a really bad rap of being terrible on the environment and um not built to last or made to last. The same sort of thing is happening in the furniture industry is there's yeah. lots of these pop up online makers who make beautiful things, I mean, they look aesthetically beautiful, but they are not built to last, and a lot of them will tell you. Um, we expect that you'll need to replace this in five years. Like it says right. it on their website, yeah. and you're like, yeah, don't "How are wet. you selling somebody something <laughs> so expensive, knowing it's only going to last a few years?" And we're really dedicated to making like quality heirloom uh, pieces of furniture for people to have for a generation, for generations, and that is not generally as expensive as people expect. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's an investment for sure, sure, but if you don't have to replace it for forty years, I mean, you could buy a chair for $199 that you have to replace in three years, or Mm -hmm. you can buy a $399 chair from us and never have to replace replace it. it. So, um, you know, we just are really dedicated to making quality handmade goods that are going to last. So,
1: so what's on the horizon for you? What's next for the business?
2: Ooh, So can you tell us sometimes we have, we have a hard time answering that sometimes because (laughs) um, you know, we've only really been in business for three and a half, almost four years. But, and so much has happened in that time. But we just launched three weeks ago, two weeks ago, uh, the first few items from our own in house furniture line. Mm-hmm. And um, we're excited about those pieces. So they are we've got a couple of dining tables, okay. we've got a couple of side tables, we've got two different seating. Cl- collections and everything has like options within it so it's a way for people to get custom furniture in a quicker turnaround in a more affordable way mm-hmm. and um there are still some like options customizable within, yeah customizable and um some options you got to see you guys got, got to use one of the stools that we yeah. uh yeah made and so we're really excited about that we also launched you want a three-legged about? stool isn't that right yes so, it, uh,
1: it's, so it's always, always level. level it's always yeah.
0: level yeah, yeah.
2: Yep. Um, Work smarter, not harder, right? Yeah. Uh, You should talk about the hive table, but...
0: Yeah, the other piece that we just launched as well is called the hive table, and it's something that we're... Gearing towards co-working office spaces, event spaces, um, flexible spaces. Yeah, flex spaces, and it's a uh, it's a pretty simple concept, and it's not like a an original idea. We just took it and felt like we made it a little bit nicer, mm-hmm. um,
2: more modern, more modern,
0: and clean. yeah, clean, better materials than what you would typically see. It's a trapezoidal table that. You know, you buy one of them and it's just a trapezoid, but the idea is that you buy multiple of them and there's just endless configurations that you can put these things into
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, to to build out your, your workspace or your, your event space or your meeting space and any any different number of, of setups to, you know, for a, a conference or for a learning event or yeah. breakout sessions or, or whatever. Yep. So something else that we're really excited about and... They're, they come standard with casters, so they're easy to move around and,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and that kind of thing.
2: So. Yeah. so we've got the furniture line, and we're just continuing to sort of hone in on our really great relationships and working on creative and cool projects with business owners and yeah. homeowners. And
0: um, we had a couple of couple of local business partners that that are uh, they're growing their businesses. They have big plans this this upcoming year that we're we will kind of exploring together yeah, yeah we'll be involved with and yes uh, expanding outside stuff. of
2: columbus mm-hmm. and central ohio mm-hmm. cleveland cincinnati pittsburgh indy i mean we can ship things anywhere but we really want to start developing the sorts of relationships we have in columbus and some other cities to yeah. grow the name and the brand and continue to work on really
1: when is too big
0: uh, we don't the... know so it's something we've <laughs> we've talked about a lot recently and trying to figure out like what you know what is that is that a is that a revenue number is that a team size is that you know a number of projects i mean it's something in the you know somewhere all you know all of that taken into account but um uh, I, I don't think that we have plans of ever being this you know <laughs> 25 50 million a year in revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, we like we like the size of our team right now. Um, and like well we're It works well in our space. And like where we're at, if we were going to like grow our team by more than maybe like one or two people at the most, like they were, we would be, we would be tight. You know, yeah. we'd have to start talking about shifts and this mm-hmm. and that. And we're looking to make, we're going to be making some improvements on the space over the next few months to, to add some, some workspace and some other stuff. But, we, yeah, we don't know. We're kind of...
2: We have room to grow in our current space. A little and, bit. And, um, you know, we've experienced so much rapid growth over the last few years. And a lot of that has been like hanging on for the ride. And now we feel a little bit more in the driver's seat yeah. where we can make some really sound decisions and yeah. say no when we want to say no. Mm-hmm. And I think our
0: goal... Last year, was it was tough from a growth standpoint. You know, we we, we learned a lot of things. Had some some ups and some downs, and I think this year our our main goal is to we just want to have a really well oiled machine that just just runs.
2: Yeah, we've with, got processes.
0: Seamlessly, we yeah, put a lot of processes yeah. in place. With with you know, I mean, you know, in the building industry, something always happens. There's always <laughs> yes,
1: it does. You
0: <laughs> know, there's always something, and to try and have as little of those yeah incidents surprises as, yeah. as possible. Yeah. So that's that's a big goal this year is to.
2: A smooth a nice year. Well,
1: that's good. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, it's been really exciting watching you so far, and we wish you the best of luck. And it was really nice to have you come on above grade and tell us what's going on. And we'll definitely have you back more regularly because I want to hear Happily. what <laughs> happens with all these other uh, accounts that you have and their growth, which is what we love to talk about on this program. So thanks, guys, for coming out today and car- carving some time out. Now you need to get back to the shop and build some furniture, <laughs> I think. Thanks for
2: having us. Yeah, Thank absolutely. Yeah. Always a pleasure.
1: All right, folks, every week we cover great topics here on Above Grade. We hope that you're enjoying every episode. Please remember to send us your requests for topics or your interesting stories about remodeling experiences you've had. So make sure you go to Above Grade at jsbrowncompany.com and possibly be invited on the show if you're interesting enough to us. If you don't want to send us anything, that's okay. Be sure to check out our archive of Above Grade podcasts on iTunes or at jsbrowncompany.com. And when you're on iTunes, be sure to rate us and give us a review. We would appreciate that. Till next week, this is Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown & Company wishing you a great week to build from. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.